3: Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services.
4: Let's go! This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VCN.
5: Okay, we're live. It is the Lombardi line. Week 16, the NFL. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the Beeson studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. We say good morning. Michael, how are you?
4: Good morning. Patrick, Merry Christmas. Sorry I missed you yesterday. Thank you for carrying the mail and doing all the things. Appreciate you. But uh, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go.
5: (laughs) You got it. Now, first off, yesterday was actually quite exciting. I I got great tweets. M. Lombardi NFL talking about this game, Cleveland and Green Bay. Let's dive into your takeaways i don't think you're very happy with mr mayfield here
4: well i mean look it's pretty obvious that you know i mean we're not we're not breaking a, a, we're not being a rocket scientist here i mean the guy doesn't protect the ball he can't see in the pocket we've been saying this for 4 years now i mean i mean i've been saying it to nauseam. they try to do everything in the scheme to protect him and sometimes they can't and you know in and that particular game Green Bay gave him every opportunity to get back in the game. But like when it was 22-17 to in, in, in a divisional game against Kansas City and he had to be a pocket passer, he can't. He just can't see. He throws the, that's, why he's, that's why he's high on so many throws. I mean, I thought yesterday was a horrible day for the Oklahoma quarterbacks. Both of them can't see. Both of them can't throw from the pocket. I mean, it's just the cold reality of it all is when teams, especially in December, when they make you play left-handed and you can't play left-handed, then you, you're kind of going to bow out of the tournament. And I think that's what we saw yesterday with Cleveland. I mean, look, let's face it, uh, Green Bay has now become the chiefs of the NFL in terms of not covering, letting teams back in, that backdoor cover. That, this is another week that they're, they should have been ahead of it, but yet, they, you know, they, they let them back in. And Green Bay's defense, Whoa. I mean, you know, remember that in Home Alone, Buzz, Your Girlfriend, Wolf? Well, Green Bay defense, Wolf.
5: <laughs> it's a cover for Cleveland, uh, but a loss, 24-22. Not officially eliminated, but essentially eliminated from postseason potential here. I mean, well,
4: I mean, can we stop with the, with the progressive? I mean, I mean, I saw enough of Baker Yesfield. Then I got to go out 17 more commercials with him. At some point, <laughs> enough is enough. You know, <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, this is really the Browns are in the worst oh. place you can be as an organization. You know your quarterback's not good enough. You've had four years to watch him. You know, and you've done everything to make him better, yet he's not good enough. And now where do you go? Now where do you go? If you discard him, you're probably going to take a step backward. If you draft a young player, there's no one in the draft. So where are you going? It's going to be a fascinating off-season for these quarterbacks. You know, it's going to be unbelievable. You know, San Francisco with Garoppolo's interceptions, you turn around and Baker's interceptions. I mean, you got to protect the football. And, and, and then your Arizona last night, I mean, if there was ever a time to beat a team, and it was a great win for the Colts, but when you lose four, you're starting five offensive linemen. You hold Jonathan Taylor to 107 yards. Clearly, that, that game was an obvious, you know, I don't think he's the MVP of the league. I think the guy played before him is the MVP of the league, and let's stop talking about it, Mr. Rogers. But I, I think the reality here is, is the Cardinal Murray, once he got hurt, once you keep him in the pocket, what do you have? All this Lamar Jackson conversation, all this he should be the MVP, all this running away by the media. I mean, Kyler Murray's a little man that the Colts made play little
5: yeah a straight up win it ended up closing three uh, arizona ended up closing three actually it was headed to three and a half and had a straight up win on the field for indy 22 16. so that means the rams take pole position in that in that division as well michael
4: yeah, which they have the big game today against the against the Vikings without Andre Whitworth, their left tackle. So this is a huge game for the Rams with a ton of motivation, and they're gonna. I mean, I think they'll. I think they'll win today, and I think they can take this over because you know I don't trust the Vikings offensively or defensively uh, at times, and this is the moment the Rams have to take advantage of it because the the, the door has been swung wide open, and let's face it. The Cardinals have allowed teams that they should beat. I mean, you lose it to Detroit on the road. Okay, uh, they catch you by surprise. But Murray didn't play good last night. I know he had the big run, but he didn't play well. And I don't think he's the same player since the injury, Patrick. I mean, Mm -mm. the arm doesn't look as strong to me as it was before. And the movement, I know he was clocked at 20 miles an hour on that play. But the one play that really stuck out to me in the game was when they ran the reverse, the reverse throwback pass. And they threw it to him, and and Pay oh, tracked him down. Pay pivoted and turned around and tracked him down. He ran out of bounds for a six-yard gain. To me, the Murray from uh, from September would have never been caught.
5: Just watching it, was actually as you were saying that they were just playing it. You're 100% right. Completely tracked down. Are you concerned moving forward about Arizona? I mean, this is three straight uh, losses. I mean, this is. It's I mean, ugly.
4: yeah, you know, it's the same thing we saw last year. They're mm-hmm. three and nine last year over the last 11 game of 12 games. One of those wins was the Hail Mary against Buffalo. I think the other part is we now know they don't have enough skill. I mean, I mean, A.J. Green can do a couple things. But the only throws that you saw Murray make is is the is the is the nine routes. I mean, he's not throwing anything inside the middle of the field because he can't see. And, you know, they took Zach Ertz away early in the game. They, doubled, they kind of got him away, and they forced the ball somewhere else. And where was it going to go? I, I, I mean, look, you've got to be worried about Arizona. There's no switch they're going to be able to turn on because if you make him play in that pocket and you make him play behind center, he can't see. He's, he played little last night. He played little last night. Nobody wants to talk about it, but he played little. And that's a problem for the Cardinals. And conversely, Indy's not going to
5: win that division, but they're going to be a fit in the postseason.
4: Well yeah, you don't want to get a, you don't want to catch them. And we said that last week. I said I said last week that you'll see the Patriots and the Colts play again and I could easily see that being in the conference championship game. I could easily see that being in the conference championship game. Because you know, the Colts have changed offensively. They're playing a little bit more man. They're getting after it. Their their fronts really good. And they, turned the, yesterday they, didn't even, they won, and they didn't turn the ball over. Now, thankfully, they had Prater, which was the turnover machine they're looking for. It doesn't count in the turnovers, but the 51-miss yarder, the 41-miss yarder, the extra point. You start adding up those missed things, and then they go for it on fourth and five. You know, those are the turnovers that don't show up in the stats, but they're turnovers. What did you think of Wentz? Wentz, you know,
5: kind of just Reich is using him. The way, like, two touchdowns, no picks. He hasn't been yeah. turnover-prone this year.
4: Well, I think what, what Reich has done is he's figured out the only way we can win is we have to manage Wentz. Look, Bill Parcells said this years ago, and he's right. There's only about three or four quarterbacks in the National Football League that you don't have to manage. Everybody else you've got to manage. Now, we don't, want to, we don't hear that because we, we think they're all sensational. But you've got to manage them. And I think Reich has done a really good job of managing Wentz. You know, he's given him a lot of easy throws. He's made sure that he's not doing the dumb things in the pocket like he did. And, you know, they're, they're utilizing his skill as a big, powerful runner at times. And they got the guy in the backfield. And they give him a lot of easy throws by formation, by by what they can dictate to the defense. So give Frank Wright a ton of credit. I think he's done a really good job in this situation.
5: Okay, Michael, the most heavily bet games bet MGM right now. Baltimore, Cincinnati, the Lions and Falcons. How about that? How about Mr. Boyle in Atlanta? And the Lions and Falcons are getting bet here. That's all the way up to 7 Got a couple of books still reporting six and a half but let's circle back baltimore and cincy uh this number has jumped up to my goodness it's all the way up to seven as well
4: yeah well i mean we said this on the show two weeks ago that 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 this injury to uh, to lamar jackson wasn't a one-week injury we we kind of knew this right and and he didn't even make the trip this week it it may extend into next week now josh johnson's the only quarterback on the roster i mean this is going to be a challenge and, you know, we saw Josh Johnson play half-decent for the Jets against the Colts. Now he's for the Ravens. And it's going to take all their power to really kind of to, to generate enough because that offensive line... When you start changing quarterbacks like they're doing here, the offensive line, their inability to pass, protect, their inability to really control the game will show up. And the Ravens offensive line is not good. Lamar hides the sins. And we saw Hundley hide the sins of that offensive line. So I think that's going to be the real challenge. And then Cincinnati defensively, Cincinnati can't turn this ball over and make it a short field. They've got to play smart. They've got to play, I don't want to say conservative, but they've got to play within themselves and protect. And, and if they can do that and they don't turn the ball over, they should win. They should win easily. I think this number is,
5: this is more about that Ravens
4: defense having nobody, right? I mean, this isn't, no, they, Huntley's they, played well. No, they don't. This is, I mean, look, they, they're going to go back to pass. And if Burrow has time to throw the ball and they can execute, they can throw the ball against this team effectively. They can also run it. I mean, this, this Baltimore defense is, I mean, they scored 41 on them the last time they played them. I mean, they went up and down the field, and they couldn't cover it. They couldn't cover Chase when they had Humphrey.
5: Yeah, no, well put. So, again, this is the Cincinnati Bengals. This is their division. It's staring them right in the face. They can win it. They're essentially 50% right there. The
4: only thing that can keep them is my man Zach. I think Zach Taylor last week played it smart against a good Denver team. He didn't turn the ball over, tried to stay within the running game, made a couple plays. I think that's, that's the only thing. He's got to understand where he is as a football team and manage his team accordingly, much like Frank Wright has done, much like Bill Belichick has done in New England. This is who we are, and this is how we have to play to our strength. The number, does it
5: concern you? Are you going to lay the seven? Uh, again, we'll get to your picks later, but that's a, that's a steep price. Yeah, Har- Harbaugh is a coach that just covers.
4: Yeah. And with a field goal kicker that makes kicks. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I I think you got to be a little bit concerned about, you know, he's going to be able to to at least get the points, some points on the board anytime they cross over and weather's not going to be a factor to me. I I mean, we don't have this today, but this would be a John Oates play for me at three in the contest. I'm sure it was one of the most (laughs) heavily bet games in the contest, much like the Colts. Colts were heavily bet in the contest as well. Yeah, you mentioned the weather. Really the
5: only weather game today, Michael, is Chicago-Seattle. It's going to be kind of ugly temps. We'll be in the upper 20s, uh, snow showers to contend with. But that's pretty much it. Everywhere else is relatively – like yeah. you saw it last night in Green Bay. It was fine. It was perfect in Green Bay.
4: You know, and Green Bay, look, they let them hang around. And let's face it, let's just – know we're going to go to break here. But Rodgers is the best player in the league. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, and we – you know, I mean, how about those challenges by my man Matt LaFleur? How about that?
5: So let's come back and discuss that. He is 38-9 and 9 as a head coach, but you don't think he's very good. So maybe we overvalue as betters. Maybe we are overvaluing these coaches a little bit when we start
4: looking at the number, right? Yeah, well, some we do and some we don't. I mean, I think sometimes he gets bailed out. I mean, yesterday he got bailed out again. I mean, look. Didn't you think? Didn't you think if Cleveland keeps running the ball, don't you think they're going to get a chance to kick a field goal, yeah, win the game? Uh,
5: absolutely. Well, let's come back and discuss coaching and the impact on the number, and we'll get into these games, Pat's Bills as well. We got to get to that. We're back here. Hope you had a great Christmas. We're coming back. It's a full slate on a week 16 here, Beeson the Sports Betting Network.
6: Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
3: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.
4: to the Lombardi line on v sin featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi now once again here's Patrick Maher okay,
5: it's football season of course bet MGM it's Nevada's premier sports betting app all your favorite wagering options in-game betting boosted odds, specials much more download the bet MGM app today stop by any MGM casino on the strip bring that state-issued ID you're ready to bet within minutes must be 21 years or older if you have a gambling problem it's 1-800-522-4700. Okay, we got you back here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Going over week 16, we were just recapping last night. So let's get into the coaching a little bit as far as how should betters approach, you know, sometimes we overvalue coaching. We talk about Bill Belichick, obviously, Matt LaFleur, who you're not necessarily high on. He's won a ton since he
4: got there, but this is somebody that maybe we overvalue. Is that fair? Well, I, I mean, look, I, I don't think LaFleur is the worst coach in the league. I, I just think, to me, you, when you have a quarterback to the level of Aaron Rodgers and the level that Aaron Rodgers is playing, it, it's kind of hard to ignore it. Now, I know there's a whole media clatter out there, you know, probably led by his agent, Bob Lamont, who's saying, hey, look, you know, this guy should be coach of the year. But when, when your special teams are as bad as they are in Green Bay and you're the head coach, that's under your, under your watch. And Rodgers overcomes it. When your defense can't ever get control of the game, that's on your watch. Rodgers overcomes it. I mean, it's pretty clear that Rodgers overcomes everything. And I think that the mistake is, to me, in that game, when I was watching that game, you know, it's early, it, when they went out there, on a when they got the ball back and, and after the one interception, you know, they have an opportunity to put the game away and they don't do it. They go three runs and punt. You know, like, that's when you've got to – got to be able to take the game. In the last two weeks, the Packers haven't taken control of the game in the fourth quarter, and they've let these teams come back, and easily, easily, they could have won the game. And I think, you know, it's easy for us to say, well, they didn't. But the 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 two teams that they just played, Cleveland, you know, this week and, and last week, that, that you're going to have a harder time with that. Baltimore's where they are on a playoff team. Cleveland's not a playoff team. And in the fourth quarter – these games are close and if you play better teams in the, like you do in the playoffs, they might win those games and you're out. And then what happens? And I think you see the deficiencies to me with LaFleur when you watch him coach in a playoff game. Let's go ahead and throw up those odds. Essentially,
5: Bill Belichick even money to win coach of the year. LaFleur two and a half to one, your second betting favorite. Cliff Kingsbury. 14 to one. So that must Mike McCarthy's like rich co-type bad as far as a coach, right? Like he, like he had 15 years in one championship with,
4: with Rogers. He's, well, he's terrible. Well, I think, you know, partly too, though, I think in, in fairness to McCarthy, you know, the Ted, the, 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 Ted, uh, the former general manager up there, Ted T- Thompson, Ted, Ted Thompson, you know, he didn't really diversify to get the kind of players around Rodgers. I really think they missed a lot of opportunity, the golden years of Rodgers, because they were so stubborn in terms of just utilizing the draft. I I think that's as much. And McCarthy takes a beating for that because he was always coaching young players. And I think that's a really hard thing to do. Now, I'm not defending Mike because Mike has some game management issues. There's no doubt. And Mike's offense can tend to get a little stale. But overall, I don't think you could just say this is all a Mike McCarthy problem. I think it was a Ted Thompson problem as much as anything. So that, to me, this now, they've diversified a little bit, you know, with Preston Smith. and They've gotten more players from outside the community, which has helped them. And I think we're going to see LaFleur. What does he do come playoff time? I mean, we've seen him in two playoff games just get in the conference championship. Last year, we saw what, what, what they did to him, and they haven't improved in the kicking game. I mean, you look for you, you want your team to improve, and I think if there's ever a twenty to one, Frank Wright's a hell of a pick right there because his team has improved from where they were in week two of the season to where they are right now. Wow, pretty damn good. Yeah, Reich I mean is, Kingsbury's got no chance. I mean, he's, you could you might as well make him one forty to one. That's a that's a Saint, Kingsbury's a St. Jude's pick there, so to ignore <laughs> that. McVeigh also twenty to one along with Wright. Yeah, Kingsbury.
5: I don't think – not he's not a very good coach. He, he, late, late in games, the decision-making he did it in college, you saw the same thing. Um, his teams have regressed these past two years, Michael.
4: Well, I think – Second half, so, I should say. I apologize. Well, what we have to figure out is why. The figure, we have to determine what the why is in that. And I think the why in that is the quarterback gets hurt. And once the quarterback gets hurt, he's not as effective as he was when he's fresh. There's a reason for these falling off points. And look no further than Kyler Murray. I mean Murray when he gets hurt. Remember, he missed four games this year, and he's come back and they and they beat the Bears and then they're on a three-game losing streak. I mean, this is a team that really he's not the same player. He's just not. And they've had some injuries. We talked about it all off-season. I wasn't high on the Cardinals because I thought they were an older team that was going to get injured late in the year and they were going to fall off. They started way better and were more impressive than I ever thought. Winning in Seattle, winning in Los Angeles. You know, going back and beating Cleveland, dominating that. But now they are to what I kind of thought they would be, which is a team that doesn't have any juice in the, in the outside without Hopkins. Who's a, who? You know, Hopkins is, is unique in the sense that he's always covered, but he always makes the catch, right? Like you always see somebody covering Hopkins, but he comes down with it. Christian Kirk couldn't make two plays yesterday, you know, and so that that hurts them. And they didn't have Connor in the backfield, and that offensive line. I mean, how many more times were they going to false start? How many more penalties were they going to get as a football team? You know, and, and the head coach has got to bear that responsibility. Yeah,
5: and all and the Watt injury, of course. And I, I want the general manager's agent because that dude who just a- added pieces and who knew Watt was injured. He's consistently injured, Michael. We knew this was coming. And w- without him, defensively, and you just mentioned Hopkins, who they traded for, the team offensively and defensively without those two have gone downhill.
4: You know, I mean, look, if there ever was a game you're going to win, if you told me that you have four of your five starting offensive linemen out and basically you have all offensive linemen out and you can't win that game when Fisher goes out in that game, right? Like, make them beat you. How can they beat you? You know, how can they beat you playing with backup offensive linemen? And yet the Colts did it? I mean, that's a humiliating loss for Arizona. You know, it's one of those games where if you picked Arizona, I don't know if you're wrong. In the sense that, you know, you missed all those field goals and did that. But logically, it dictated you should have picked Arizona. Because when you get to your backup lineman, when you're in your backup left tackle, Julian Davenport couldn't block uh, uh, Chandler Jones to save his life. And yet they managed around it so that they could score some points. And they put 22 on the board, right? You get 22 in a pro game. And you're supposed to be an explosive offense, and you can't score. Well, they miss a field goal, miss two field goals. Go for it on fourth down and five. And fourth and one's one thing. Going for it on fourth and five didn't even attempt the field goal. To me, it's 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 a combination of a lot of different things.
5: It was it was a Christmas vote of confidence in Jersey, or excuse me, New York. Daniel Jones and Joe Judge are going to be back for your Giants there,
4: and we get shocked.
5: you don't not, if not you shocked. don't
4: like change, you're going to like irrelevance even less. So. I mean, look, this is – the Giants don't want to fire they – fired, they fired Ben McAdoo after two years. They fired Pat Shermer after two years. They didn't want to fire Joe Judge after two years. Now, you can't honestly say as a Giant fan you're seeing progress. You can't honestly say that. Now, they're probably they're going to remove Gettleman, and if they hire Kevin Abrams as the general manager or Monty Orschardoff from the Tennessee Titans, whomever they hire, you know, they're going to have to change this roster. Yeah,
5: and this number's all the way up to, what, 11? My goodness. So, Philly, they're, they're planning the parade, as you know. Nine and a half there's, opener up to there's
4: 11. There's only 5% of the money this morning when I, before the show started. There's only 5% of the money on the Giants. Nobody's betting the Giants. This number's going to keep going.
5: <laughs> now 4%, 96% of the cash on
4: Philly in Philly as a little momentum for the your Eagles there. Yeah, well, I mean, look, the Eagles, uh, people see the Eagles much like the Colts. I mean, you know, they can run the ball on anybody. They're hard to play. They're like playing Army. You know, they have a unique running game that's challenging to defend. Their defense is playing much better. They've stopped playing all that zone. Now, they haven't played against a great quarterback, and certainly today they're not. They've got Jake Fromm today. I mean, you know, everybody's excited that Jake Fromm's played. Somebody here in the in, in, in the book asked me about Jake Fromm because they know how bad Mike Lennon is.
5: <laughs> ask you about Jake Fromm. What's there to ask? I mean, we haven't yeah, seen Yeah, I him. mean, like –
4: you know, I mean, he was the guy that that Kirby picked over Justin Fields, so that that's the best answer I can give you on Jake Fromm. Look, Jake Fromm will go out there, but he's going to run out of things to do that he can effectively do. It's like Garrett Gilbert the other night. He started out playing okay, but they you run out of things because he doesn't have a command of the offense, and so he can't get you in the right run. He can't get you in the right pass. It becomes the game as the game goes on and wears on. He can't really function because he doesn't have enough knowledge of the offense.
5: Yeah. And it, it appears, Philly, I think they're going to get weird and just commit
4: to Hurts long term. Is that your impression? No, I don't think so. No? I, I really don't. I think, I think when they get beat in a playoff game because they can't throw the ball effectively, I think that and they know they can't throw the ball effectively. They just know they're playing some bad teams that, that don't force them to throw the football. You know, they can, they've been able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And they can run the ball on anybody. I mean, but if they get in a game where they get, I mean, let's face it, they went out to Las Vegas and the Raiders beat them. The Raiders went out there made them play from behind. They can't do that.
5: Yeah, the number right now up to 11 there in Philly. Total has dropped, actually. Man, we're seeing some low totals. 41-and-a-half down to 40-and-a-half. Just, as you mentioned, the inability to score. The Giants are going to be able to move the
4: football here. I mean, I don't see how the Giants can put more than one drive together, Patrick. How can they do that? <laughs> They're going to run out of plays. You know, where are they going to get a play? Brady Kitchen's going to be digging deep there, huh? I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, where are you going to get it? I don't know how it's going to work out. It's like last night. I mean, you know, I kept Murray. I mean, like they just didn't, he couldn't make a play from the pocket, so it just hurt your offense. Yeah. No, you nailed it. It was entertaining
5: games yesterday. It's a dogs cover Great in games. both. Yeah. yeah, it really was. It was a lot of fun for Christmas. It was, it was awesome. Coming up next, Will Hill's going to join us. His Minnesota Vikings are catching three at home in a must-win spot. The Rams are in town. We continue Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's v the Esports Betting Network.
4: You're listening to The Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
5: Okay, now Jeff Siegel. Horse racing, Santa Anita actually opens today, uh, their new meet, hoping to make some selections with Jeff. Santa Anita, how about Gulfstream? Sixth race, he likes number 10. Strong light at seven to two on the morning line. Also, Fairgrounds is running today in the 10th. Jeff likes the five horse cocktail moments on top at three to one. You can bet these horses and more, First bet, the preferred sports betting app as far as horse racing here at VEASAN. Go to VEASAN.com slash horses. You get 10 bucks when you sign up immediately. It is the Lombardi line here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Michael Lombardi hanging out in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, Will Hill joining us now. We're going to get into some uh, our theme today. Hi, Will, and good morning. Is a playoff push. And we'll start with your Vikings. They need it today at home hosting the Rams. Right now, they're catching three. You're going to take the points there
2: yeah we talked about home field and you know how much is it worth some are worth more than others and today is one where i think it's really important i think that dome is going to be rocking this like you said they need the game if they win they got a good shot to get in if they lose they're probably out and i think getting ceiling back which they will is huge third down red zone uh jefferson is probably going to be shadowed by ramsey that's probably going to take him out of the mix they need that second guy uh, i think whitworth being out for the rams is a huge factor and look this is the second game in six days here for the Rams, the Vikings are home. They need it. You're getting points. You can probably find a three-and-a-half out there. I know they, they were out there this morning. So uh, I like the Vikings here. I think they win the game.
4: I think the Whitworth injury is significant, Patrick and, and and Will. I think that's really something that, you know, Haverstein had missed. They put no bloom over there last week. And then, you know, they didn't really play their best game last week. And, and they were able to, you know, they beat the, through a lot of help from officiating. So this will be, but the Rams control their destiny. I mean, you can look at it the other way. Minnesota has a ton of motivation. We know they always play in close games. But this is the perfect opportunity for the Rams yeah. to take control of it, you know. And, but there's a ton of money. There's a ton of money on Minnesota, and that line's not going. They don't want to put that line to three and a half. It's pretty clear.
2: I
5: think, Will, you got it at three and a half, right, because it dipped down to three this morning.
2: Yeah. Uh, and look, that, that's a huge number.
4: And they definitely – you're saying there's money on Minnesota. People are betting the Vikings? Oh, it's it's all it's all Viking money, Will. I mean, there's no money coming in. I mean, I think 17% of the of the total money are on the on the Rams. Su- surprisingly, wow. You know, I think when you look at it that way, I mean, the, it, this is just one of those games where I'm going to get you the right number. Here it is, uh, 18%. The ticket count, 60% of the tickets are on the Rams. They only get 18% of the money. No one's betting the Rams, and so you know, the, because I think of all the reasons you just laid out about the motivation and all that.
5: Well, it, it's right now, you, as you mentioned, Michael, three. And Will got it at three and a half. You got the hook, Will. That's important. Washington tonight. So he's taking all dogs here. I like it, Will. You're going to take the 10. It's kind of dipped to Dallas nine and a half with Washington and Heineke under center. But you can still find a 10 out there, Will.
2: Yeah, again, that's a key number. And it's down from 11. So you're missing the best of the number here. Uh, I think the reason people are betting Washington, look at the turnover differential for Dallas their last three games. Four to one, four to two, four to one. All in favor of Dallas. I mean, that's really not sustainable. And Dallas, if you looked at them, they really haven't played great from scrimmage. I mean, last time they played Washington two weeks ago, Washington held them to four yards per play. Uh, They played the Saints on Thursday night a few weeks ago. Saints put up over 400 yards on them. Even last week against the Giants were terrible, just terrible. Giants outgained them on the game. So Dallas down to down from scrimmage has not been great. You're catching a lot of points here. It's a division game. I like Washington.
4: You know, I, I think Washington, you know, they got, their offensive line got manhandled the last time they played at FedEx Field. And they've got to obviously protect Heineke, and they've got a better understanding of how to attack this Dan Quinn. Tens a lot of points. I agree. I mean, this is kind of a motivating game for them. And, and look, let's face it, Dallas's offense hasn't played to the level, especially with their running back situation. Both guys are still banged up. I, I think it's a perfect opportunity. I don't, think Dallas can, I don't think Washington can win the game, but I do think they can cover this number.
5: Okay, next one up here for Will Hill. The Panthers catching 10. Let me just take a look here. You can get 11 now. My goodness. In Carolina, Tampa in town. I'm going to give you 11 on this one, Will.
2: This is an ugly one. This is an Applebaum special here. But look, I just don't think Tampa in their state, uh, I, don't, I don't think you can lay that kind of point to them. No Godwin, no Evans, no Fournette. I mean, that offense really looked disjointed last Sunday night against the Saints. I mean, it's weird to see a game where a, nobody scores a touchdown. B, nobody even comes close to scoring a touchdown. I don't think anyone got in the red zone last week in that Saints-Bucks game. Uh, you're getting a lot of points. I think the the Panthers have the recipe here in terms of, you know, pressuring Brady, pressuring him without blitzing. So, to me, this is an ugly, you know, 21-13 type of game. I'm not sure how much Carolina's going to score. I did see Darnold's going to play quarterback, which, believe it or not, it's actually an upgrade from what we've seen at Cam Newton. But uh, I, like, I like Carolina here. I think it's a lot of points. I'll take the points here.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, Carolina's got to start to play a little bit better. Their defense has got to pressure Brady. There's no doubt about it. And we get Antonio Brown back. But without Godwin, without Evans, I mean, Brady struggles to throw the ball to somebody that he doesn't feel comfortable. Unless Antonio Brown has a big day today, I think that number they can cover.
5: There's a rumor Bruce Arians and Antonio Brown had Christmas together last night, Michael. Can you confirm
4: that? Well, I, you know, I mean, I'm sure Bruce wanted to invite him, but he was, didn't want to invite him, but then he decided to invite him. So I think that's kind of why I went back <laughs> and forth.
5: Antonio pulled out that Fugazi Vax card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't come in the crib. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, there's a rumor float around. You got that Mike Zimmer bobblehead doll you were asking for Christmas there, Will Hill.
2: I got two of them. And I just saw and tested positive, the, the Vikings backup quarterback. So. Uh, Cousins like we know is not vaccinated it's only a matter of time you feel like before these guys uh, with, with this virus get uh test positive and the, you know Cousins with Cook in the backfield and Manion who's in the quarterback room with them both tested positive so scary there for the Vikings put some respect on his name that's Dr. Cousins
4: that's yeah, Doc, I, mean, that's that, Doc. I think Will's right. I mean, I think Will right. This is, I mean, it's coming, you know, and I think it's, it could derail the Colts as well. I don't think Wentz is vaccinated either. If your quarterback's not vaccinated this time of the year and you got playoff aspirations, it can be really challenging and because this is, we are, we are just in the beginning of it right now.
5: I would imagine many Christmases last night with the families getting together. I'm sure COVID wasn't discussed at all, and I'm sure it wasn't polarizing. All right, Michael? I mean, my gosh, every time somebody opens their mouth, I'm like, I'm out. I am not involved in this conversation. Because you just mentioned it. Can you imagine if Cousins gets shut down? He has to sit
4: for 10 days. I I promise you, I I I mean, Rob Brzezinski, the the president of the team, and Rick Spielman today, they were nervous as hell when Cousins took his test this morning. I bet they were nervous as hell. Because yeah. they, they were probably thinking, you know, he how does he not? And and Matt Mannion came in and not and not him. I mean, you got to think at some point, right? Because it is going through the league, and it's just with all the guys on it. You know, the the Chargers today. I mean, they're you know they got without Mike Williams, without Eckler, without Joey Bosa. I mean, it's those are a lot of guys to miss. But Houston has like we haven't even talked about. Houston has got 24 guys. I don't know if they'll get any of them back. And the
5: NBA I, yesterday I would love was to illustrative. Not. I mean, right? I mean, nobody was playing yesterday in yeah. the NBA. Well, go ahead.
2: No. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I was going to say, I would love to not bring it up. I hate talking about it. I hate listening about it. But, look, we're a betting show, and it's relevant to the betting, these guys yeah. that are vaccinated and not vaccinated, who's going to play. So, you got to bring it up. Oh, abs- no,
5: you're 100% right. I, listen, we're talking about making money here. So, uh, it's not political. It's cash. <laughs> so, no, it is, it's, it's
4: the rules of engagement. I mean, th- this yeah. is it. You know, And I'm sure no matter how much you try to prepare your team and everybody stays out of contact, you know, I mean, look, it, it, it's hard. I mean, Green Bay is the same thing. I mean, Green Bay, you know, you got to be worried all, all the time about that.
5: I'll, I'll, I'll start with you here, Will, and then I'll go to Michael on it. You, do you upgrade Chicago with Foles under center in Seattle today?
2: I mean, you can't downgrade him. I think it's a little bit of an upgrade. I mean, now, Foles hasn't played in a while, and, you know, he's a weird player. He's had basically the strangest career we've ever seen with the ups and the downs, but uh, certainly not a downgrade for sure. He,
5: he has it. He literally has... Uh, a statue <laughs>
4: in Philadelphia, Michael. Michael. I mean, it's Nick right, Foles. It's wild. It's, unbelie- it's unbelievable. But look, the, we know this. Foles can only go run RPOs. I mean, that—that's you have to change the offense completely to a, just an RPO game. You know, and, and now the weather's bad out in Seattle. And Seattle's defense numerically doesn't look good. But they've actually played. I mean, they held the Rams to 20 points last week. They did a really good job. Uh, and they were able to get some pressure. This Bears offensive line is not very good at all. On the road in Seattle, I, I think Seattle will play well. This will be a hard game for Foles particularly considering that he's just not dynamic at all unless he can really get those RPOs going. As Will said, he can look really good. But last year, even with Trubisky, when they wanted him to be the starter, his average yards per attempt was at 5.5. He never gets the ball down the field.
5: Yeah, seven. You're right. It's up to seven. Seattle Lane, a couple books still at six and a half. Will, anything? did you take anything from the two games yesterday moving forward as far as betting?
2: obviously it's scary with the Cardinals I, I don't think they're a contender without Hopkins he's just such a difference maker in Murray you know he was running okay it's just they don't look like the same team the second half of the year uh you know the, the Green Bay game I thought kind of went as expected uh, I Cleveland ran it probably a little better than I thought and I think if they kept running they'd probably get in the field low range I don't know if they make it with that kicker who's a rookie and making his first start but uh Cleveland's actually not dead. If since he wins today and loses to the Chiefs, the Browns can win their last two games and steal the division because they would have to yep. head against the Bengals. Yep. They're, not.
5: they're not officially out of it because they've got the two in-division games coming up. Okay, well, yeah. Minnesota win outright on the field today?
2: Yeah, they're going to win today.
5: Ooh. <laughs> That's a cocky money line sprinkle from you, huh? wow let's do it <laughs> okay thank you and merry christmas buddy hope you uh, enjoy the games right, today I appreciate merry you good. that's will hill of course you can check out the podcast new york city pod com slash podcast he's got minnesota winning on the
4: on the field today wow Unbelievable, <laughs> yeah. And Will's been hot. I mean, he's been done a great job on our show so far this year. I think he's he's on a he's on a win streak too. We haven't talked about, it, but I think he's like undefeated the last
5: couple weeks. Yeah, he's doing a great job. You got doubles in Kansas City. It's up to eleven. Let's come back and discuss that. Okay, so Pittsburgh obviously needs it. They're catching eleven now in KC. We'll come back and get Michael's opinion on that next here at Lombardi Line.
6: Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
3: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.
4: to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi
3: now once again here's Patrick Maher
5: thank you Brent of course bet MGM bet 10 bucks to win 200 so today you got the post-Christmas special v 200 is the code make sure if you're a first-time better, this is perfect because you bet 10 bucks, you win 200 if any team scores a touchdown today. It's that simple. It's Beaston 200. It's one gambler if you do have an issue. Okay, we got you back here. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. Femi's hanging out. We've got Stephen Bond, Kevin, the crew. Uh, hanging out as well michael i'm going to throw up this poll question i want your answer as far as if you see value who would you bet on to win to afc north and we'll get into pittsburgh there in kansas city so the Bengals are plus 125 the browns are six and a half to one the ravens are one and a half to one and the steelers are eight to one let's talk value and then we'll give you the results who do you got
4: well you know i i think the Bengals are clearly they are in the perfect position to win this. You know, they have the opportunity to win today against a wounded Baltimore team. Baltimore's got the Rams next week, you know, and so that's going to be a challenge, and then they control their own destiny. So I, I, I'm going to lean towards the Bengals. I know it's the favorite, and it's, it's not the, the, the most value you can get on the board, but to me, it makes the most sense. And I think there's no doubt about that. Okay. And so, uh, hold on, I don't know why I'm getting. That's right.
5: That? If it's somebody important, answer it. I want to creep in on your conversation. No, no. If it says Bill B, answer it. <laughs> if you, and, and all kidding aside, if you need to take that, you can. Uh, let's go ahead and throw up the results. Um, Michael says the Bengals at plus 125, and the betters agree with you. 55, almost 55 and a half percent say the Bengals. This was at Veasan Live. The second betting favorite, 21 and a half, the Ravens and the Steelers. You know that that tie with the Lions could behoove the Steelers here as we talk it about really division. It really helps. It really does, it, doesn't it?
4: It helps them a lot. And, and I think that, you know, today, you know, this game was at seven. And then when Tyreek Hill comes back, all of a sudden, even though Kelsey was rumored to come back and he didn't he didn't make it, didn't pass the test, that you can see there's a ton of momentum. Chris Jones back. And look, let's face it. I mean, this Steeler team has, you know, and, until they get going in the fourth quarter, it, it, it's really hard. I mean, it takes Ben all he can do to get loosened up. and And I just don't know. T.J. Watt's going to play today with bad ribs. And if they do a good job, uh, you know, in protecting against T.J. I don't know how the hell they stop them. I really don't. It's I don't right. know how Kansas yeah. City, you know, because Pittsburgh can't get into a man-to-man game against them. They, you know, with Watt, if they can protect against them, you know, they should be able to throw the football effectively. I, I just don't know how that's going to play out. Just... I, I don't know how the, they can stay with them. Eleven's a lot of points. Don't get me wrong. I think I lean towards taking the points here. But at 7, it was great value. Yeah,
5: no, you nailed it. 11. I mean, it was 10 yesterday, 10 and a halfish ish yesterday. It's all the well, way up it was, yeah, That was
4: where the Tyreek Hill news came out, you know, that he's going to play, which to me is their offense, right? They need him on the field. They need Kelsey, too. They need that dependability, and but they also need to be able to get to stretch the field and make you have to defend it down, vertically down the field when Hill does that better than anybody.
5: I, I know that this is an individual game, but the numbers on Tomlin, I just want to give them to you as a dog. Is It's insane. Yeah. He's 43 25 and 3 ATS in his career since 2018 he's 17 6 and 1 as a dog he's good in these yeah.
4: spots no doubt. And, and, you know, I mean, look, but this is going to be a real challenge. This is an offensive line that's not very good for Pittsburgh against a defensive front that gets Chris Jones back. Now, I know they got the ball moved up and down the field on him against the Chargers, but that was Herbert throwing the ball. This is, this, this is going to be a little difficult, you know, uh, against, against, you know, Big Ben who doesn't really, you know, takes him to the fourth quarter until he loosens up. I mean, last week they had 139 yards of offense against the Tennessee defense. They couldn't really move the ball. I think it's going to be a real challenge. I don't know how they're going to get to 14. I really don't, unless Kansas City turns this over. I don't know how they get to 14. And I think it's going to be hard for Pittsburgh, the way they play defense, to hold them down. Pittsburgh can't get in a man-to-man game. They're going to get spread out. Andy Reid kind of knows how to play the game against, you know, the Keith Butler, Mike Tomlin defense. So there's a lot of familiarity within the scheme. I I, I think unless Mahomes reverts back to the Mahomes of early in the season where he's turned the ball over, I, I think this is a game that the Chiefs easily walk to victory.
5: Yeah. And Kansas City's defense. You know, I'm looking at this is I'm just going to posit that this is the first time we've seen this this year. We don't have a game 50 plus on the totals. Take a look. The, the, the highest total today is 48 and a half in Minnesota with the Rams in town. This game, 45, 45 and a half. Everything is 41, 43. We, we've seen some low totals here, Michael.
4: Yeah, and I mean, it's wintertime. You know, it's it's winter, outdoor, hard to kick the ball. I mean, the Chiefs missing bu- miss Bucker, their field goal kicker, that certainly plays an effect here because we don't know who, ha, if the kicker is any good that's coming in. You know, so that's a problem. And that's points coming off the board, missed field goals, missed extra points, all that stuff. So at wintertime, I think the, the unders come in. I mean, even though last night was ideal conditions, and I thought both teams moved the football last night, they didn't put a lot of points on the yeah, board. No, two unders. How about Monday night? The books are
5: expecting something exciting. The total is 37. Miami and New Orleans,
4: that's like 2,000 Ravens-type totals. 37 with Ian Book. I mean, how are they going to, how is the Saints going to move the ball? I mean, the, the, the one thing we know Miami could do, they run blitz zero, they're going to attack the team, they're going to take Kamara out of the game, they're going to force Book to have to make it. The, the only chance that the Saints can score, I think, more than 17 points in this game, if they can even get to 17, is Tua's got to throw them two picks. I mean, the Jets ended up, the Jets ended up getting, the opening drive of the game last week, they scored. They get an interception off of Tua, there's three points there, they couldn't move the ball. And then Tua throws them a pick six. So Tua gives them Ten, right? He gives them ten points, and they score twenty-four in the game.
5: I'm just looking. I think Dr. Cousins administered the um, COVID test for Nick Sirianni. What didn't he just test positive? Sirianni is going to coach today, so he's in.
4: Right, but I mean, I mean, I think that's the new protocols. If you get two tests in a row without, you know, and he probably has no symptoms. You know he probably has no symptoms, and this is like a lot of again. You know this is we're not experts in this, in it by any means. But the way they've changed the the testing, like Kelsey, I'm sure he's vaccinated, but he hasn't had two negative tests. So that's the problem. Is if you can get two negative tests, you you can get back quickly.
5: Yeah, no, you nailed it. And Kelsey is, which outside. makes it
4: hard to handicap, which makes it really hard to handicap.
5: Oh, that's why when we had uh, Vinny on the show the other day, we just said, this is, he said, this is unprecedented. They've never seen anything like this. It's the betters and the books are in the same spot here.
4: Everything's yeah, no out. And it's, it's calamitous. It's hard. Like, we haven't talked about, the, like, the Houston Texans. Like, we can't even tell you who's going to Brandon Cooks isn't in the game. There's so many guys not going to play for Houston. They're not a good team to begin with. How about Jacksonville, the Jets? I mean, really, who's I, – I think anybody who's at that game today should get a free pretzel. I mean, the Jets should just say, okay, free pretzels to everybody in the stadium. For anybody, you've come to watch the Jets, Jaguars, the day after Christmas, you should all get free pretzels. One beer and a pretzel for everybody well, in the building.
5: <laughs> well, their roommate – the giants were quite benevolent you saw that when they gave everybody a soda they gave the uh, season ticket uh, they gave them a medium soda one per ticket so that was nice of them yeah
4: that nice you know i mean why not i mean they had to endure what joe judge is 10 and 20 over his, his career i mean the giants are 27 percent win percentage in the last five years but they'll get it fixed don't worry they're going to stay the course i think you i think you nailed it there is this I think they're keeping them because they don't, look, they don't they want to look – They don't want to move on. They don't want to embarrass themselves. They can't say we're making progress. I mean, they can't no, say that. No, no, The team's say progress. That. I mean, the team's not any good. And and I get – to me, the one I do get, uh, Daniel Jones at his number and bringing him back is pre- an economic-friendly deal. Yeah. So that's – I, I can understand them doing that. Totally. You know, not that – you know, and, and why discard until you know what you have? Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, the, the Patriots brought back Cam – and they got Mac Jones. Okay, you know, now they discard Mac Cam. But to me, like, why do that? You know, and I think that's what you'll see with Baker. They'll, they'll extend Baker out and pay whatever that fifth-year option is, and then they'll, they'll search for a quarterback like most teams will. That's why Jimmy Garoppolo, at, at his number, is, is value for the 49ers. They'll hold on to him and then get, you know, until they, until they feel like Lance is ready to go. And, and to your point, and this is more theoretical, but, you know, he's still on a rookie deal. That's what,
5: that's what makes the Lance – selection and mortgaging the future just ridiculous you're wasting years you've got like right. this is if he doesn't start next year it was a complete disaster to draft the kid
4: right i mean like that and that's the thing about aaron Rodgers. i mean he waited four years i mean you were on the rookie contract for four years <laughs> yeah you know and so you you just didn't know what you were getting into now you watch practice every day so you kind of had an idea you know but here's the difference between pra- you know i read that lance is lighting up the defensive practice oh. It's w- way different because practice, you're looking at cards. I wrote about this in Gridiron Genius. We, we used to have players that we called card players. When they knew what they do and who they threw the ball to, they could play. But once you took that, okay, that debate out where you didn't show them what to do, it became a real problem. Practice players as opposed to when real bullets are flying, right? That's right, no That's, doubt, and it's harder. And the game's moving way faster, so it's a much more challenging situation. Well the real bullets are going to be fine for your boy Tim Boyle today. <laughs> oh boy. It, and and
5: Detroit letdown spot. I mean that's the biggest win this franchise last week that's the biggest win this franchise
4: has had in a long time. They're headed to Atlanta and it's 7 right now, Michael. You know, and Atlanta's really pretty good against bad teams. I mean, this is when Atlanta gets. And Matt Ryan, you know, I mean, he's got to play, but he took a beating last week. I mean, they were humiliated out in San Francisco. And I think this is a. a you got to step up and play. And the fact that Detroit won, Arthur Smith has an advantage because he could say, look, this is not a bad team. They just beat Arizona. We better play good today.
5: Yep. And it's toggling there between six and a half and seven. Remember, seven, that important number. Important numbers when betting the NFL. Three, seven, six. Just to reiterate, when we come back, all right, Nesson, we got it for you. Buffalo, New England. The division, Michael, is on the line, all right, in New England right now. It's headed towards a pick 'em. Why is the money moving towards Buffalo? We'll find out next year at Lombardi
0: Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.